Hello. Stu- uh, the studio's on the tour. Yeah. On a we're, tour. We're on the road. <laughs> or are we in Studio B? We're or in Studio, studio 2. Stu- we're not where we normally are. That's the point. Woo. But we are still a solid seven podcast. We are a better than average podcast. Normally you chime in and say oh. we're just barely there. Oh, but just barely. You I missed, actually you missed your cue. Yeah, yeah I was thinking missed of, your cue. Yeah, my bad. So we're not a show about nothing, but we are not a show about any one thing. Each week uh, we get together, sometimes by the skin of our teeth, and talk about whatever interests us in the world. I'm mm-hmm. uh, Kale. Across from me, my good buddy Josh. Am I your good buddy? It remains to be seen. <laughs> so after after uh, this week, and who we are, knows? We're into two double digit episodes. Episode ten. number ten. Can we get a round of applause? <laughs> Woo! Dang, you're closer to the sound pad in our new setup. Yeah, we'll that's, see how this goes. That's scary. So yeah, episode number ten and a nice uh, round number for our farewell, farewell episode. Yeah, it's uh, I my goal initially was ten, and then yeah. I, I don't care what happens. So we made it. We made it's it to a 10. better run than most bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Better than most podcasts. If you look at most podcasts, yeah. they don't most don't have ten. No, uh, Joshy Joshy Poo's mad at me. Everybody. I'm not. I'm not. He's, he's completely annoyed. mad. He's annoyed. He's as ma- just about as mad as he gets. So Josh's <laughs> mo is passive aggressive, but much like yeah. our podcast, just being slightly better than average, it's only slightly passive. Okay, uh, you can't miss it. Um, so things like if he's waiting on people at work to go to lunch, he'll send like gifs of like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, like a cartoon character banging their fork and knife on the table. God but he'll for- do it week after week after week after week. God forbid. And uh, so much like just saying, hey, man, you know what? This uh, this recording late on Thursday's thing, I thought I thought it would work, but it's too much. we got to figure something else out. Instead, what he does is just crack wise every week. I made the drive this week. It was fine. I listened to a podcast. I didn't even notice the time. But no, you took a weird route. You took a no longer factor. route than I took. So I, I was like, oh, maybe this will be a better argument. Then. I took the route the phone told me to. Not only was it not that long, I still had time to stop and pick up my Jocko Ghost. Wow. Where's your Jocko go? Right here. <laughs> well, I guess I'm buying this round. <laughs> huh? I, I have I'm some in my fridge. Unless that's for me. Well, I'll take it. Okay. I can swap out. I can swap out. But, I, I mean, do we need to... So we, we did... Um, there, there's, we're, there's a little beef. We're going to get into it. Yeah. Because I think it's fun. <laughs> I think and, um, it's okay. So are we doing your intro or my <laughs> intro here? Um, I'll I'll intro. Well, because of our beef, I thought yep. we should get a marriage counselor. Yeah, we brought in a marriage counselor. Um, and like I told Kale, I was like, hey, we can, or you said we can discuss our feud. And I said, yeah. And Adam, my friend, uh, can, um, he can mediate. And then Kale laughs and he says, no, he can't mediate because he's just going to be on your side. And I was like, no, actually, here's the thing. Both of you in my life are both Oscar um actuallys. So like no matter <laughs> what I say to you guys, it's um, actually I want to be very clear we're both quite straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the only that's the only so that's anyways. the only dissimilar moment. So Josh's good buddy seemed to be mine. Adam on the pod with us. Welcome sir. Hello, hello, hello. And thank uh, you guys for having me. As I understand it, you two have obtained some Jocko Go, so let's crack these bad boys. Josh already did I his, just opened mine without course. thinking. I have. I have cracked it. Sour apple. See, now already we're off to a good start as we're both sipping on the delicious uh, sour apple, apple sniper while Josh is the odd man out with his orange afterburner orange. Afterburner orange. Yeah, let's see how this goes. Cheers, gents. Oh, this is your first Jocko s- sour apple. No, this is my second Jocko. I had one earlier today. And I had that, uh, what was it, the Palmer. the Palmer. Yeah. 
yeah so when i read it i was like is this pomegranate and then yeah. i tasted it and i'm like this is alka-seltzer this doesn't <laughs> <laughs> this does not taste very good no it's um it comes through as very odd if you don't understand what they're going for which is in at jocko palmer's a playoff arnold palmer Right. And unless you're used to drinking your Arnold Palmer super sweet, then they actually pretty much nailed it for, for a drink that doesn't have sugar and stuff in it and isn't actually tea and lemonade. It's actually pretty spot on. So, yeah. No, I got to say this. This actually is really good. You like the sour apple uh, more than the Palmer? Yeah, it reminds me of those, you know, the caramel candies. They're the yeah. apple candies that are dipped in caramel. Kind of yeah. tastes like that. Just, you know, yeah, if you enjoy like a nice uh, orange crush soda or like an orange Fanta, you'd like the afterburner orange. Yeah. Much like anything that's like based on a thing with sugar that doesn't have sugar, it's not spot on, but it's as close as it could possibly be without being full of garbage. I agree. <laughs> so, yeah, people at my job keep seeing me drink them, and I give a little pitch every time. Yeah. yeah so I'm like, zero sugar. Because I spilled yeah. one on my computer, and they're like, oh, yeah, the sugary drink probably destroyed it. And I said, no, actually, I spilled a Jocko Go, yeah. and there's zero sugar. So now so. our like our play has been we just want to keep harping on it until they they just either advertise or give us free product just to shut us up. Um, but they do have like a, an actual uh, affiliate program mm. where if you're in the media, say you have a highly successful podcast such as ours, you can become an affiliate. And you <laughs> get like your own link, and you get kickbacks on purchases from those links. Stuff like that, but part of the submission process is a website, and we're not quite there. Well, so does this episode of the podcast does that give me royalties, so I can occasionally get like one or two from the cases of Jocko Go that you're going to get? I'll um, just mail you one. Depending you on go. how the episode goes, <laughs> you'll basically be paid in continued friendship. Oh, all right. Well, I hope it's Kales, to but be honest. It's uh, well, um, according to um, one of you just said it a second ago. I became Mike Redacted became my friend after that mm-hmm. podcast, even though he was your friend. So. You guys are thinking. You guys, you guys talked a lot since then. We talk every day, uh-huh. <laughs> zero times. So, <laughs> since, uh, love so you, Mike. we're uh, we're recording in a different location. We're obviously we're an audio only podcast, so you you maybe can't tell that other than we gave it away. So, mm. um, and we're recording on a different day. We, it's it's daylight hours. There's sunshine outside. Actually, a little bit too much sunshine. Yeah, I had to close a it's window a more as we sit, and uh, it's uh, it's been a week, and that's how we find ourselves here on a Saturday. Yeah. On a Saturday, yeah. gonna be a Josh. Uh, I think we've talked about it on here before. Uh, Josh, not so concerned and meticulous with caring to listen to everything before we post it. I listen to all of it, sometimes more than once through, but it's gonna be a tight schedule for that this week. Oh weekend. yeah, I didn't so, even think about that. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, gonna yeah. be a real quick tur- turnaround. So, but uh, but uh, we'll uh, figure it out. Yeah, no, had had full intentions to uh, record on Thursday as per usual in Studio A. And uh, so I think we've probably talked about it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But we normally record. I don't think I've ever after brought it up. Ma- after my kids go to bed, typically, is when we record on Thursdays, which tends to be around 9-ish uh, when my son goes down, a little older. And uh, so it was about 8.30, as everyone's well aware of. Josh makes a small drive to get to my house <laughs> on Thursday <laughs> evenings. <laughs> and around about 8.30, 8.35, my kid blows chunks all, all over the bathroom. And nice. not only has he, and he just, just wasn't himself. He, he'd been sick several days prior to this. Uh, my mom, who stays at the house with us during the week to watch my younger one, uh, she had spent the whole night the night before up puking. My son had been home three, two, this was his last week of school. 
He was home three out of the four days of school this week. Got to go for the last day and then came back and uh, and vomited. Uh, just a just a freaking mess of a week. So then, not only has he puked, but with all of the wisdom that his three and a half years afford him, he's sobbing because he's convinced that he did something wrong to cause this vomit. So he's very upset and convinced that he his throat is burning as he continues to tell us over and over again. And uh, he's he's sad and feels bad that he ate too much. Like, buddy, he didn't he didn't eat too much. Not your fault. <laughs> so I, um, as all of the parents listening, will understand very reasonably. Text Josh, hey man, no, no, this sucks. We we got to reschedule for tonight. Marcus is sick. Got to whatever. And uh, Josh, not so not so crazy about that. Texts weren't so. that nice. The initial first text. Um, we have the texts. We can yeah, let's read We can go. We can go to the tape. It wasn't. It let's wasn't as. It wasn't as reasonable. You're like, hey, Marcus is throwing up, and I, but I knew. Love your love your mom and your wife, but I was like, but you have there's other people. Like I was confused why why we still couldn't go why we couldn't go on. But again, I have a puppy. I could just throw her in the kennel, and she yeah. will vomit and then eat up her own vomit, and then I don't have to even clean it. So yeah, I gotta say, on the way to work the other day, Copper threw up in the living room as I was walking out the door, and he was gracious enough <laughs> to help me pick it up. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you know, unfortunately, my son wasn't willing to just lick up the vomit, so that is you know, advantage dog. Have you, have you trained him? <laughs> advantage dog on that one. Uh, Did you give him a treat? Eight thirty-four. Marcus is throwing up, so I might have to reschedule. At least I'm 10 minutes away. Was was the, <laughs> We should do what we did the other day. We should read these. We okay. should reenact. How far? Uh, <laughs> All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, At yeah. Well, the, the regular away. viewers don't know this because we did that on Patreon. And Oh, that's right. So <laughs> uh, on one of our Patreon bonus episodes, we were talking about the joys of selling things online. And I had a pretty ridiculous interaction with a, with a guy who thought he wanted to buy and my Sonos yeah, speakers, class act, of yeah. A guy. So we just reenacted the whole exchange. I was so. the I was the <laughs> lame guy, the very mean person, and then Kale read yeah. us himself. It yeah, was actually it was entertaining. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, so eight thirty four. Uh, Marcus is throwing up, so I might have to reschedule. At least I'm ten minutes away. Dot 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 dot. Now I <laughs> replied with what I will describe as, uh, you know, a. I mean, it was this, a funny a comment. Similar level of snarkiness, and I said I can ask him to reschedule, which is <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Rescheduling his vomit being yeah, the point there. No, that, that's funny. I, I yeah, I laughed. So then I said, so dot dot dot. I should turn around. Dot dot dot. <laughs> question mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, no idea if he's done or what's going on. So probably going to have to be with him the rest of the night. I can unprompted here. I can toss you some gas money or something. I know it's lame. Oh, see, Josh, you didn't tell me that part. Texted yes, you. Texted. Now, there's a typo here, so I'm correcting it. But texted you the second he threw up. Point being, I let you know. As soon as I knew, you knew. Like, right. the kid's still in the bathtub with vomit in it as I'm sending these texts. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, well, he's texting back pretty quick. Must not be that serious. <laughs> that was my initial <laughs> thought. Uh, so then I said, is there any way Jade or your mom can watch him? You know, as I changed my voice, so it sounds much nicer than probably how I sent it. (laughs) Um, I'm right up the road at the Carabas parking lot, and uh, Adam can't do tomorrow night. Talking about Friday night. Uh, to which I replied, uh, now, I think, uh, I'll, I'll say, I, I take, I, I have maybe some undue annoyance with that text. Josh has known me long enough, I feel like, to assume that I'm logical enough that there were, if there was a reasonable option that would work for not canceling, that I would go with that route. So that response, maybe somewhat unreasonably, ticked me off a little bit. So, but I replied, 
Jade's with Marley, and Mom spent all of last night and part of today throwing up herself. I wouldn't cancel if I had an option, and I have an event tomorrow anyways. Could he do sometime Saturday? He being you, Adam, and here you are, buddy, on Saturday. Look at that. There we go. Wow. Um, and then I said, well, I mean, I, I'm not annoyed at that, like your kids throwing up. Like, I'm just like, I think I'm more annoyed at the situation. I'm like, this is annoying. And then I'm just going, is there any way, and it didn't come across in text, but I'm thinking, is there any way, like, why can't universe? Um, so I'm annoyed. So then I say, but I mean, what was the hope there? (laughs) You know what? You're, you're right. That super obvious thing you pointed out to me as a solve for this, I hadn't thought of. (laughs) <laughs> you're literally Andy asking. Had, you're literally Andy asking Jim if they had checked the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I think I probably work and deal with a lot of dumber people. Not work with, but like I'm around in life. You're around dumber people sometimes, and then well, you, I think you, you can I ask think a very like, simple question, like, "Hey, did you check on, this one?" Our mediator would like to chime in. Go sorry, ahead. Go sorry. Ahead. I think I, th- I think it's like one of those things where like you're wanting to talk it out, right? You know, because Josh is Josh is down the road, and he's like, "Well, let's think of options," you know. And Kale, you're already in a frenzy. You're like, "My kid's throwing up." This is I, I'm sorry, I got to cancel. But then you start texting, and this is like something that I always advocate: is that when you are trying to like get to a, a determination of something, texting is not the route to go. Which is which is why. I think Josh, when you were like, "Hey, I think we're gonna have to reschedule," I was like, "Well, just call Kale and figure it out, and then let me know." Well, and part of it is, and I mean, I also didn't know your mom and wife were like also sick and had the busiest week. Like, I'm just thinking, I've seen them every time I come over, and it's it's chill. Why can't he just go with them? I and I don't know the severity of the throwing up because I. I feel like I'm hearing other people tell me their kids are sick 24-7. So yeah. I'm like, isn't he just throwing there up? There is no non-severe three-year-old throw up. There's, See, no, like, <laughs> there's no like, this is going to be a chill experience. See, this I don't, is gonna I go don't okay. know. And that's another reason why dogs are different from kids. Am I right, brother? Yeah. Um, like, I don't, I, I feel like I hear <laughs> kids throwing up all the time. I don't know. And so I'm like, is just, can we wait a minute? Like, should we, should we give it a beat? And then he's over it? Like, is it one of those? Like, I don't. When my dog throws up, it's one time, and then we, let's go back outside. Well, Josh, do you it, think it would be better if if you had showed up to Kale's house to the the frenzy that was going on there, it? and then Kale was like, hey, "Oh yeah, this is what I'm dealing with." Then I'd be like, "Oh, I get it. I yeah, understand." Next time, I'll just let you come back and help clean up. <laughs> come on, I'll just call you. Come on back. <laughs> so then I respond, uh, Adam Cannon. He's talking about three, and then Kale says we can make that work. And then I thought this was funny. In the midst of all this, I texted. And yet another reason why dogs are better than kids. <laughs> uh, to which I replied, uh, with all possible, uh, with all the snark you can contain in text only, true, they never get sick and need attention. <laughs> and then we go on to the Like, I the just wish I had had funny. David Spade there at that moment to go, picking up on some sarcasm there. <laughs> Good, because I'm laying it on pretty thick. Um, I mean, Kuma's in the other room. We can bring her out and watch her and... Give her all the attention. We're friends now. Oh yeah, Kuma, Kuma and I. I'm gonna I'm gonna take your dog's friendship and your boy. Go for it. <laughs> I have this can of Jocko. That's all I need. <laughs> so yeah. So then uh, now we're here. We are Saturday. Yeah. Recording. For so we were we people. were trying to hash out. Now there's a very now one. Uh, yes. There. So the shortcoming of text, which everybody defaults to now, like nobody wants to actually pick up a phone and talk, is that it often lacks context, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and tone and tone which yeah is a big and thing. so 
Um, and I tend to be more direct. Like, I'm just going to say, and Josh, uh, I don't know if this is your experience with him, Adam, will, he will go at it. I won't say sideways, but passive aggressive. So, oh, yeah. whereas Josh <laughs> will just slowly wear you down and complain for nine straight weeks about a 30 minute mm-hmm. drive, mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. total, full credit, a total of hour of driving. Mm. Um, though he also complains about not having enough podcast time. I'm solving multiple problems what with do you one mean drive I here. about not having podcast time? You're like, I, I don't know when you listen all the time. <laughs> like, I, I can listen to 15 minutes at work and 15 minutes on the way home. I'm giving you an extra hour of... Po- I'm a giver. I'm giving you extra podcast what time. Do you, t- you mean like listening to our podcast? Any podcast, though. Oh. I would hope that ours would make the list. Yeah. Josh's mm. like, nah. <laughs> not, not really into it. I'm not really up to... I'm not a fan of those the guys that host it. So, yeah, I will say, Josh, you do default to passive aggressive, and especially passive aggressive gifts more than anything. Yeah, that's Josh why. And I, Josh, Josh and I got into a uh, a bit of an argument, uh, like right after I got out of training. Oh yeah, uh, because because of our our conversations <laughs> had devolved de- devolved from you know daily phone call conversations into just sending Reddit threads for. Like, I don't know. What would you say, Josh? A solid, like, three weeks or so? That's all we would do is just send Reddit links back and forth? Yeah, a couple months, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and this really upset Josh to the point of okay. where he was like... No. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's so, like, people, whenever they tell this their side, they can sound so reasonable. Yeah, I was just beating up this homeless guy, but, like, it was fine. Like, he just needed it. Um, I don't think sending Reddit dude, links is the same thing as beating up a homeless guy, right? Okay, it was. I was taking the stole the joke from Jerry Seinfeld and comedians in cars getting coffee on Netflix streaming now. Um, <laughs> no, but because uh, I would call him we usually, like if one of us are leaving work or something, we we just like on the way home, you call each other, like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" Whatever, we just have a quick little phone call. It started getting to the point where he was always ignoring the call, like he just. Like it wasn't even like it would ring until sometimes it would ring into like voicemail, but mo- sometimes it was turning into just quick hang up. So like, oh, he's busy, but it was like all the time. And then you go, he'll text, hey, I'm gonna call you right back. Never a call back. No call back <laughs> ever. It got to the point where never you said, hey, I'm gonna call you back. I'm like, you're not though. I know you're not gonna call back. So then this okay. is like months growing. We're never talking. It's Reddit threads. So I'm like, so then I finally I'm like, dude, what the frick? Like I thought we were friends. <laughs> And then, and then and he did you say it like Obama, like he did just now. <laughs> I was like, "Where's Michelle, Malia? Get Bo. Oh, we can't get Bo. Bo's put down. Bo's dead. Did you know that? Bo's. The, I heard. I heard Bo died. Oh, I, I, Obama's dog. Aren't you keeping up I with don't that? keep up with past presidents. Presidents. <laughs> what? Dogs, any of them? Yeah. 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 That's so. Yeah. There's got to be like some rest, rest past president Bo. dog Twitter you can follow or something. I hope so. But uh, former first dogs. If not, let's let's start it. Does um what's his face um Biden have a dog? He's got two German shepherds. One keeps biting people. It's kind of funny. I mean, yeah, I hope they're all okay. Remember, but though, it's kind of funny. Yeah, Bo died in May eight on May eighth yeah. this month. R.I.P. Bo, twelve years oh. old. Sorry, Bo. Bo, no. So uh, so <laughs> then you know Josh is tossing out like you know if we recorded at my place we could start at like six. <laughs> yes, yes, I do know that, but. Uh, recording not at my house and earlier in the evening means because I wake up and leave my house before my kids are awake uh, that on weekdays I only see my kids in the evening so if I'm recording on the other side of town it's 6 p.m. that's an entire day every week I'm not seeing my kids at all uh, which I said and Josh did la- didn't like it's not happening now that was mm. more straightforward than Josh appreciated I got back a wow <laughs> oh, wow. The, infamous, all the, the wow. infamous millennial wow. But it is just it is it's just a non starter. Like the podcast is fun. I love doing it, but it's not paying any bills. It's not it's a high priority. It's why we're sitting here right now. Um and my you know, like 
my preference was still to be recording tonight. Now my son's better. My daughter's running a little fever right now and a little off. My wife's feeling a little sick. I was like, hey, let me get everybody into bed. I'll come over. Josh still not a fan of that. And uh, and here we sit. My wife says, just go. I don't want you out past midnight anyway since you haven't had any sleep this week. So just go do it and get back before everybody needs to be in bed. Yeah, because I asked, we can do Saturday. And caught up. I was like, what if going forward we started doing Thursdays at like 6? And then um, you said recording at your place at 6 means I don't see the kids for whatever. And I said, it's one day a week. Which is a very somebody with no kids thing to say. Right. Which is, okay, not, a, wait, which is not a knock. It is a, which we've Hold talked on. About. Our mediator has something to Go say. Go for it, buddy. <laughs> okay, so so I do I do have a question, right? So this is, this is something I wanted to ask you earlier, Kale, because in the episode with Mike Redacted, right, he brought up a very good point. And I think I don't I don't think it resonated. And he talked about balance, right? Balancing your your home life, your work life, your your fun, everything, right? And when he brought that up, I, I don't think you heard it. You no, because you just kept, you just kept going on with no, no, what no. you were saying. I, I heard it. And he and I have had that same conversa- uh, conversation before. So, like we've talked about uh, go ruck and rucking on here a lot. So on top of like. Yeah. Uh, Mike and I go out and ruck, not all the time, but regularly. We probably get out like once yeah. a month. So we get a couple hours just to, I mean, you've been on actual, you know, force marches, rucks. And so you get like, you ain't got nothing to do but but talk, right? Um, I, I wouldn't compare myself to force marches with, with, with like what Mike did, though. <laughs> don't. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I mean, so you're just, you're just out walking around with weight on your back. It's, it's basically an acceptable mm-hmm. mandate for straight guys. Uh, and, uh, so we've, we've had that conversation before and I don't disagree with this sentiment. I just don't disagree with it at the age. I just disagree with it at the age my kids are at right now. There's, there's an age and a level of independence that they'll reach where like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I didn't really see dad today. It will be less impactful then. So it's one of those things, which I like having, you know, Lived through the period in life that you guys are, are at right now. You're coming up a little behind Josh with the the girlfriend, but Josh just just got married. Like I remember, you know, being married, being younger, pre kids, yeah. and just it's like especially if you're uh, what's is there a humble way to say pretty intelligent? No, <laughs> like it's you like you just can't. So it's like you just you when you're used to wrapping your head around and understanding most things, you think when parents yeah. when parents are like, oh, you just don't get it, you're like. Well, that's stupid. I, I can probably, I probably can get it. I probably can't imagine it. And then you're sitting on the other side and you're going, oh, no, this is one of those things you don't yeah. get till you do. Like, you think you can understand it, but it's a thing <laughs> that you can't just get with intelligence, right? Brian, um, until you have a child, until you have a child. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it doesn't end. I'll tell you right now. Have you like, seen that Family Guy clip with Quagmire? Uh, I don't recall it specifically. Oh, it's pretty funny. But it is. It's so funny. You know, it's. Like the the cycle of life doesn't really stop, right? So for us guys, like with your moms, it's it starts. Oh, when when are you gonna get a, a serious, uh, you know, girlfriend, whatever? When are you gonna get engaged? When are you gonna get married? When are you gonna have a kid? Um, and so the cycle doesn't end. So even once you crank out a kid, then all the multi kid people are like, well, until you have two. And so like, and so the Duggars are just out there talking smack to everybody, right? Like, oh, you have five. That's so cute. Um, you know, so it is. The there, there are is just the, these the things. The Octomom people. What's that? Who are the Duggars? Is that the Octomom? No, thing? no, no. They're like the nineteen kids and counting. Though I think they actually oh. hit like twenty-one or something before they were done. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What? Like, why? Uh, it's a religious <laughs> thing for them. They're like. Oh, okay. uh, I'm like, is that like, is it yeah. a goal or I don't know is what it denomination they are? Because it's not like uh, I know, like at its purest, I guess, like Catholics don't really believe in birth control, but there's something different. It's like a holiness denomination or whatever. 
I don't think it counts. I think they that count that as like yeah. Same when birth God control. wants you to stop having babies, you'll stop having babies. So. Jeez, I've heard that before. So, yeah, I've, I've never heard, heard that. that. That's crazy. So you end up with twenty kids and a decent TV show. Oh. I mean, well, look, <laughs> I guess we're the losers, really, because yeah. <laughs> they're the famous ones. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's just it's just one of those life things where it's like it's you can't uh, you can't uh, you know intellectualize your way to to the understanding it's just you gotta you gotta yeah. get there and be through it and so with the kids yeah i get it like um you know you're as they get more independent but when they're at you know my daughter's coming up on two marcus is coming up on on four like it's the the changes day to day like yeah changes they're in her babies. vocabulary it's a very very impressionable and uh just a lot of change and so you can be gone that one day and like i i, I don't want to be like oh no i got to see my kids every day i'm not that person right there's i there's yeah. days i miss start to finish whatever i'm out of town work requires it the whole shebang it's that but i'm not willingly going to say i'm going to not see them one out of every seven days i just won't like if that's the way the podcast has to work well i'm just it's not gonna do it's not gonna do a podcast yeah. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, you know, I, it, it's your, your kids are really young. It was just, uh, I think I, I was more curious about why. And I, I get that your kids are super young. So that makes much more sense. You know, dude, so, he's yeah. lying. His kids are 14 and 19. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're no, already and, moved out know, of the house. Hey, <laughs> we all understand the time is, is, is quickly approaching when they'd prefer not to see me for the entire day. And so, you know, and enjoy it while you can. But so, no, not anti-Mike, and there's a lot of wisdom in what Mike says. We just, I'm just in a period where I disagree with the sentiment in, in this period where, again, right. a day, even two days, like, you know, I've had to go on trips for family emergencies or whatever, and I'm away from the kids, and that's that's life. Uh, they'll, they'll live. I'll live. It's all fine. Uh, you know, I don't sit staring at my phone pining for them. I'm not, you know, it sucks. I, you know, I miss the kids when I'm not around them. Um, but to just program in that that over and over absence when life doesn't require it, um, so it's not like uh, you know you're in the military. It's not like I'm being deployed, and so okay, that's life. Kids learn to deal with it. This would be right. more self-inflicted. I mean, you chose to join, but whatever. It's the absence isn't required. There are either other ways to do it or to just not do the podcast with eighty, hey, maybe ninety listeners, depending on on who you who you believe. So it's just, I think there's a solution to, to recording the podcast if Josh coming over on Thursday nights doesn't work. Uh, but not seeing my kids one day a week on purpose just isn't going to be the solution. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, you guys have been able to successfully roll out now 10 episodes over the course of two months, which is pretty good. Nature. Yeah. I think, too, the reason why I sent the just the wow, <laughs> nothing else in the text uh, was because, like, I was just like, what? It, it's because, again, what you, everything you just said, I'm young and don't have kids so what you said i'm an idiot i'm naive ignorant whatever to children i was just like you can't compromise one day and that was hard for my brain to wrap around like i don't understand that yeah well and a i'm not saying like the the whole take here isn't like you're stupid it's when i when i sat where you're at i would have thought the same so then I why don't you have saw, a little saw, compassion saw, there, friend? Uh, because I'm here to teach you. I'm bringing you wisdom. Oh, but, here we go. And the other thing is, though, you're, <laughs> but you're not talking about one day, right? Like, we stick with this thing like we plan to stick with this thing. You're talking about at least 52 days over the next year, right? 52 is a lot of days. I mean, I was saying one day of a week, not... Right. right. I getting crazy into it. And there's That's how, what how saying, many Josh. weeks in a year, Bubba? I know. I know I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> we're just about one day a week. Like, I don't... I know the grand picture in a year, but like... I'm, yeah, I'm, they I'm, add up. I don't... Yeah. I mean, when Kuma, when she sees me walking out of that door, dude, she, the tears 
down her oh, face. Oh, that, that was the extra <laughs> thing. I'll say, like, I, I was I was coming early as much, like, just to be a brat as anything. Like, fine, <laughs> fine, I'll go. Fine, no, it's cool. I'll leave my getting sick wife home with my one sick kid and my other kid. And that'll, that'll just be her problem, and I'll come do it. And so then, as I'm leaving, Marcus, can I come with you, Dada? No, why not? I want to come with you, Dada. Nobody, sorry, you can't. I'm going to work. Wants you to stay, Dada. Like clinging to my legs as I'm coming. So I was just gonna, yeah. I was just gonna Facetime Josh and be like, Hey, Josh, tell tell Marcus why I've got to leave right now and why he can't come. <laughs> I would have had no problem. Like, hey, buddy, me. he's leaving to go film a podcast. Let you let know, him go. Go that, to your room. You you're say grounded. that, Josh, but I I don't think that that's true. I think that if you were in Kale's situation and your son was hugging your leg, saying, I don't want you to leave, that's that's gonna break your heart a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was it, it, it was uh, a few more uh, requests from Marcus from the text just being, Hey, we had a good run. I'll, I'll catch you on Sunday or something. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally relate because I saw a video on Instagram of a dog waiting by the door until his owner got home. So you know what it's you know, like. That's we're like your the dog life. by the grave. Yeah, yeah. By their owner's you are grave. your you are your dog's whole life, Josh. So just think yeah. of that now when you leave. Also, he's young; he doesn't understand it yet. Um, you'll be back in like a couple hours, and then he'll be like, "Oh, you're back. It's fine." He won't because like <laughs> when they like because with your dog, if you come keep coming back because like separate separation anxiety. If the once you get used, they used to you coming back, then they won't get separation anxiety. Is, is this all so. just like <laughs> you're you're mad? Your dad passed away; it was tragic, and now you're just mad at everybody that still has dads. You don't have a dad either. <laughs> no, I don't. But I, yeah, I'm, I've reconciled myself with it. I don't. Oh. I'm like, no, guys, spend more time with your dads while you have them. But you're like, no, Marcus, you just learn to live without him, buddy. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been making it work, and don't I seem so happy? Yeah, totally happy. Not yeah, you're just a little ball of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> but here's back to my introduction. Um, actually, I'm wrong, and Kayla's right, and Adam <laughs> is now on your side saying that I am wrong. And it's not that I don't have sympathy to the, like, no, that sucks. Your kid, your kid is thrown up. No, I understand. It was just more annoying at the situation, and then the lack of. I, I, I will try to make it work. But you've said your side. I understand, and now we can move on. And I feel like I definitely want to harp on. I offered gas money. That, yeah, that I mean the only thing more expensive than gas is plywood right now. Right. I, I basically <laughs> offered you a bar of gold, my friend. Yeah, <laughs> the that the, the money—that's yeah. whatever. It's not you big, take that not gas money, put it in a gas can, wait another hundred days of Biden presidency, you're going to be up like a thousand percent on that gas. Dude, I'm offended. You just <laughs> you said resell that. It. He's the most popular president ever, and how dare you speak about him like that? Oof. So uh, now that we're thirty minutes in, would uh, you like to uh, <laughs> tell the tell the people about our guest? Oh, yeah. So this is uh, Adam. Say hi, Adam. Hello. Hi, <laughs> He's Adam. our marriage counselor. Yeah. My knowledge yep. of Adam is that he's uh, friends with you. Yeah. Um, so we can't actually... make it to a wedding and is in the military. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the, you summed it up right there. So um, that's it. Adam is actually how I met my wife. Uh, so back uh, like you vote so compassionately put it, my father passed away um, mm-hmm. in uh, 2007. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> okay. Before everybody's like, Kale was really mean about his dad dying. Josh has been initiating dead dad jokes, but the people like, don't know it. So that's what's funny to it's, me. It's we love our dads. Yeah. We miss our dads. Mine passed away last January. We're just uh, gallows humor is just how we deal with things. Yeah. And we all I think so Josh, my dad would laugh at it. Josh, I don't know your if dad mine would. died in what what month? He died. I know August. he died in two thousand seven. He died in August. So you and I met. September. September. Yeah. Yeah. We met a month later and Josh was already making dead dad jokes. Was I ready already at the time? <laughs> you absolutely were. Wow. Absolutely. I didn't realize uh, I started that soon. Uh, so is this yeah, what you because... feel like when my guests take your side? Is this what that feels like? <laughs> Maybe. 
I don't know. <laughs> no wonder you enjoy it so much. This is fun. You know, do you know how I remember that? It's because, so we met on, on playing Halo 3, right? I was going to say, just, I didn't you know, know like you guys met playing games online. Playing Xbox, yep. Yeah. Right, right. So Halo came out in September, and the reason that I remember that is because we quickly, after we started playing together regularly, mm-hmm. we came up with the joke that I was a figment of your imagination. No, we came up with that joke like years died. later. That was years and years later. Uh, no, that was years and years. No, yeah, it was definitely like a, when I was back in Orlando. I came up with that joke, like a beautiful, beautiful mind scenario. Yeah, like because <laughs> my no that that joke came a long time later because it was when I had met Kira or I had known Kira when I said that joke because I was like, this is everything's too good. What if you were just some like made up like for my brain? <laughs> you're the coping mechanism, my brain. <laughs> now, Cause I, like because now look, you helped me find this woman. <laughs> I, I, I have the thought right that uh, because one of the few things I did know is that you guys met gaming yeah. online. So as we're doing like show prep and getting our level set and setting up the little portable studio and stuff, Adam's like, just so you guys know, like the whole time we're doing this, I'm gonna be playing Mass Effect. I'm like, so like, does that feel like he's cheating on you right now? Is that well, no. <laughs> what's What's funny to me is. Like, if he was like, hey, I'm going to play some Destiny or whatever right now, I'd be like, yeah, no factor. If I'm playing Xbox and Kira's right next to me and she tells me a story and I can keep a whole conversation with her, and she goes, you're not even listening to me. And I'm like, Kira, how do you think Adam and I formed a whole, what, 12-year best (laughs) friendship? It's yeah, through exactly what now. we're no, doing. And I don't know if this is an, an every guy thing. I don't know who all has this skill set. But I can totally be listening to the radio, watching TV, playing a game, reading a book, whatever, mm-hmm. and catch the conversation that's going on around me. It depends on the yeah. game. I might be less responsive. Like, I might give less cues than I'm listening, but yeah. I'm listening. Yeah. And so... Well, are, are, are you in a cutscene? That's that's the key deciding factor. Right. Oh, not, it, it doesn't matter. I fully engross <laughs> the show, whatever. And so, like, my wife will get so mad... Because she'll be ticked that I'm not listening. But you're and not I listening to your son the cry. last three minutes verbatim. Like, no, yeah. I, I heard everything. Right. And yeah. so it's like, well, I was listening, but was I hearing? Oh. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying she uses that line, but it's, I'll say, like, it is that's divided Marcus, attention. That's I can what Marcus see said on the way out. Dada, you're yeah. not listening. But uh, you heard me, but you didn't. Okay. Uh, yeah. But no, so we met on Xbox in 07. Uh, playing Halo, Halo, playing Halo 3. All right. Halo 3. Just came yeah. out. Um. Hit, uh, we just ended up in a match together. I think we were on the same team. I think we won, yep. and it, we were like pretty good. And then him and our other friend, Dylan, they were in a party together. They live in the same state, him, uh, Adam and Dylan. And then they made. Uh, we were all making jokes, and we were like, oh, we have the same sense of humor. Let's keep playing. Oh, this is fun. And then best friendship from there. Went through high yep. school from afar. My mom ended up... Uh, we were friends so well on Xbox. We moved to Facebook. We moved to phone numbers. So my mom is like, because I'm in high school at the time. Mm-hmm. So like any yeah. reasonable mother is like, who is this pervert? She being groomed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who is this and pervert? Fact, you were. So yeah, technically. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, then, my mom was the same exact way. They were both like, who is this 40 year old dude that you're texting while you're in school? <laughs> right. So I think my mom, was it on the phone or like maybe Xbox headset or something? Yeah. Yeah, so your mom, your mom talked to me on headset first, right? Okay. That's how that's how we initially like broke that barrier. But my mom was still like worried about it, and so it got to the point where I was like, "Well, maybe your mom and my mom can talk." And just like, "Yeah, la la la," like these are our kids, and they're just funny talking over the internet. We right. don't understand because we're ladies that are old. But my mom was kind of like, "You cannot talk to this dude anymore." Like it's yeah, because that at the time, I mean, I guess it. Are your parents? Are you guys still like that? Like you won't let. Would you, like when Marcus is older and he's playing games? Like, would you let him chat with other people online? Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's 
because I don't know how technology will be in like ten yeah, years versus because back so. in the day it was like yeah. Stranger Danger, right? With mm-hmm. the internet, but now the internet's more common. It's more normal to talk to people, especially with COVID. Yada yada. But uh, so then they ended up being fine with it, and then. I moved back to Florida. That was in North Carolina. And then you ended up dating a girl that lived in Orlando. And then we double yep. dated with my ex to Disney. And I think that was that the first time we had ever met in person. Yeah. That would have yeah, been it. Was. And then uh, yeah. we were like, oh, you are a real dude and you're not a creep. And then I, yeah. I had to be my best man and he never showed up. So. Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't that. seem fun, to be honest. <laughs> seemed boring. Oh, but you were also best friends with Kira. You went yep. to high school with Kira. Uh, and so I've always heard of Kira throughout our friendship, but had never met her. I think one time I talked to her on the phone when you guys were working at Allstate or something. Yeah. Back in the day. And then, uh, with, yeah, Jake Uh, was there. Farm. Dang. That's it. That's, yeah. Are you in good hands guy? Yeah. 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 So you guys were in his hands. Uh, and then, uh, (laughs) so then he, Adam was always like, you should date Kira, but then I was dating someone, and then he would tell her you should date Josh, but then she was someone, and then I wasn't. It was always flip flop, flip flop. As I recall, she was in a long term relationship. Yeah, she dated you. a guy. So how like, did that guy feel about you repeatedly telling Shim or her that she? Um, I don't even know what I'm well, saying. Yeah. <laughs> Shim, sorry, You're just Kira. so angry sorry. still at my text. Kira is a real biological woman. I didn't mean to call her Shim. She identifies uh, as her pronouns are uh, she and her. I'm just envisioning like just some <laughs> beta guy that she's dating sitting there as Adam's like, you really need to hook up with my buddy Josh. <laughs> well, well, it's not like it. it's not like I'm like hanging out with Kira and her ex and I'm like on the phone with Josh <laughs> in their living room like, hey, this is my friend Josh. You should date him instead. Yeah, no, but that's the way I want to envision it. Um, I, I think that's how it actually went down. I'm just being nice in case what's his face ever decides to pick this podcast up. Like, who stole my girl? Oh, he's famous. Yeah, he's he actually podcast. he's actually one of your Patreon supporters. He's, he's waiting for the mug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll send him the cracked one. <laughs> uh, yeah. but then uh, so then uh, what? I forget how. Oh, I surprised you one year. Uh, it was yeah, in 2017. It was his birthday in October. I flew out, was working with him and his uh, his brother and sister to surprise Adam for his... He, Adam was throwing his own birthday party slash Halloween party. So I was like, it'd be cool if I showed up, surprised him, whatever. Mm-hmm. At that party, Kira was there with her dude at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, we met and it was like sparks flying. But then, So you punched him in the face. Yep. I was like, listen here, buddy. <laughs> Adam said I'm allowed to date her. I worked on Back to the Future. <laughs> but no, they, they were still dating. So then it didn't... Nothing happened for several months because... At th- from when we met and then nothing happened and then over time found out oh they broke up and then uh, your boy swooped in and uh, now we're married and here we sit in your yeah. apartment and here Studio we sit be married with Adam um, not in the wedding photos well I'd like to thank you both for basically <laughs> recapping the plot line if you've got mail this is this was adorable <laughs> I've never seen you got mail are you serious I you're a romantic no. comedy lover you would love it I don't it. know if you'd even have like I don't know if you'd have enough context for it you this point. Like, did you ever have AOL? Yeah. Okay. What no, not the email, but I had the instant messenger. So no, it's the same thing. count. You gotta have. You gotta be used to that sound. That's what makes yeah. the whole movie. Oh. No, but he, and you have to be old mail. enough to remember when Meg Ryan was a smoke show. Oh yeah. To really no, appreciate. She was in like. Uh, she, she was in like every romantic comedy. Band. I know because Meg Ryan from Top Gun, Goose's wife, R.I.P. Goose, is not Meg mm. Ryan of now. Yeah, I think Wait, Meg Ryan is Goose. Uh, that one guy from Goose ER. Was Rio. Goose was his uh, radio intercept off- operator. Yeah, that was. No, uh, who's the who's the actor? Oh, I Anthony. His name. I can't remember, but yes, he was Anthony Edwards, and yeah, he was on ER, and it so threw me off because I'm like, why is Goose a nerd now? 
Yeah. You know what? Speaking of Top Gun, this kind of blew my mind. So Val Kilmer is in Top Gun, right? Did Did you guys know that he got throat cancer? And now has a stoma, and he can't like talk like yeah. he normally can. He's Val Kilmer. It. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. He had him, like a really rough year. Yeah, when you see him now, he he even he just kind of looks off. I think he's past the the cancer stuff now. Yeah, but he had yeah. really kind of kind of swollen up, and I think part of it was just like you know age, whatever. Uh, but yeah, some had some issues with the throat cancer and and all that stuff. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sad. And he's like yeah. people forget like he's got a pretty legit film career. We've actually like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not kidding. We were talking about with uh, physicist uh, Jason. We were talking about the movie Real Genius, which was Val Kilmer when he was very, very oh, young. Yeah. I don't think it was his first movie, but it's a great flick. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. even now, like the tech, does, it feels dated because of the the tech, mm-hmm. but the comedy holds up. It's still a great flick. I just watched Top Gun yeah. the other day. Dude, I'm so ready for the sequel. Have you guys watched this preview? I saw the trailer no, once uh, when it first uh, came out. It looks so good. And so Tom Cruise, because he's Tom Cruise, of course, like. He's evidently, I knew this about uh, John Travolta, but not Cruz, I guess, a pretty accomplished pilot. Hmm. They put him in F-18s. He's flying. He's not flying yeah, solo that. because that's crazy. Right. Uh, but he's he's flying. So he's he's controlling the plane. Yeah. I was actually amazed at how much in Top Gun, like, they filmed those dogfights. Like, because at the time, like, how, how do you get those planes? Yeah. Well, and they're saying, well, some of them, like, they're not, like, what they called MiGs were, like, they weren't T-38s, but they were something similar. They were, like, something the military uses for trainers, oh, okay. and they're calling those MiGs. And oh, okay. the Navy played along because it was good PR, so that's how they've got the F-14s in there. And that's okay, how that, I was all, wondering that's all that. That's how they have like, F-18s now. But this yeah. is way more legit. And then you watch this preview, and there's this one scene where they've got this F-18 just right on the deck. I mean, I, it's, I'm sure it's all of this. It looks like it's 10 feet off the ground. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, that's the most realistic-looking CGI I've ever seen in my life. It and is it's CGI, because It's not. Oh. Like, there's already behind-the-scene clips. They show them on the ground, this, this F-18 blowing by over top of them. Wow. And I'm like, I can't believe somebody signed off on them yeah. flying that plane that close to the ground. That's dope. For a movie. Yeah. yeah. Not to go blow something up. Not to like, which we know we would support on the Solid 7 podcast, not to go blow up some Chinese rocket launch pad that doesn't have any people on it. Not for that. Just for Tom Cruise's movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to know Tom Cruise personally as a person because I feel like I would hate him, but I love his movies so much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't can't knock his talent. No, not at all. For sure. Cause I, I you know can knock people, everything else though. Yeah, you can knock everything else. <laughs> I know, like he people hated it. I didn't watch the clip of him jumping on the Oprah's couch, but apparently it was horrible. I never it's saw so cringy. it. But is it was it was that what it was? Just cringy or was it? It's just it's just like super awkward. It's awkward. It's like unwarranted. She's okay. like, "Are you are you in love?" And he like jumps on the couch and he's like, "Ah!" Like freaking out, shaking his arms. And it's was like, he like okay. on drugs or something? Is what I heard. Nah, I don't know. No, no. I mean, he's just, I, you know, I don't know. I, I almost, it's it's interesting to say you feel bad for somebody with his kind of, uh, you know, wealth and notoriety, but I just, I feel bad for the guy. Like, I feel he bought wholesale into a bill of goods, and, mm. um, you know, when you look when at, at any report from anybody that's come out of Scientology, particularly at the higher levels, Leah Remini, particularly in the last few years, like, she was deep, deep in like it's one of those things where it's like what the average person is experiencing isn't what Tom Cruise experiences. So when he's out there talking about, oh, this is great, what he gets to experience maybe maybe is right. But everybody else is just being bilked for their money, and then at the point that you've given them all the dirt on yourself and your life, where are you going to go? Right, because they'll ruin yeah. you. Right. Um, yeah. 
No. Did you watch that movie with the the Leah Remini documentary that she made? I haven't yet, just because I feel like I get the shtick, like Scientology bad, yeah. they ruin people. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know that I need to dedicate and act. Like I've listened to her on some podcast stuff, and it's compelling. And I was a King uh, King of Queens fan, and so you know you're somewhat interested in that sense. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I'm like, no, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I know, pretty sure I know the documentary without watching it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but so yeah, I just feel I just feel bad for the guy. Like yeah. I just feel like he's been led down a path that's just he's so far down and it's tough to turn around. And again, why why would you if it's right? You know, from what I understand, like the church just has him surrounded by people who are just sycophants all the time. I mean, I use the term church real real loosely there. Um, I mean, you know, founded by a guy who's basically a, a failed sci-fi writer. Yeah. And fancied himself like a captain or an admiral or something. I don't know. He's been wearing a uniform. Yeah. yeah. So. Did you guys watch the movie The Master with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Mm-mm. No. But it's kind talk of about a, a talent. What a loss he was. Oh, oh man. Gosh. Yeah. When he when he died, I was uh, that was one of the few celebrity deaths that I was like, oh man, that yeah. really sucks. That yeah. really sucks. But uh, but no, The Master. So it's loosely based off of uh, what's the guy? Oh, Ron uh, Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. yeah. So it's it's based on him, and it's it's very weird. Uh, it's kind of a yeah. it's kind of dry at times. You're a little confused, but it, it I think that's the yeah. scope. It's trying to get you in the mindset of what Scientology is about, and so it's it's really interesting. I'd yeah. recommend it. Now, if you yeah. don't have the time for that or the Leah Remini doc, and you don't want something so dry, something with a little more levity, if you just watch any of the Parks and Rec episodes <laughs> that deal with Zorp, oh pretty, yeah, it's oh, basically yeah. the same content. <laughs> yeah, it's more or less the same thing. So yeah. no, yeah, him and Robin Williams, man, just you know, it's oh, you yeah. don't know these people, so you feel ridiculous being like worked up or particularly sad about it. Like you recognize the human loss, yeah, right. right? So it's not mm-hmm. like you don't care, but it's like, well, my day tomorrow is probably going to be exactly the same as it was going to be. So I'm not, right. I'm not indifferent How dare to you, it. Sir? But man, <laughs> I, I I still think um, Robin Williams was underappreciated for his acting talent. So many of us focused on him for his comedic work, which was top notch. But when you yeah. get into things like the Fisher King and Dead Poets Society, and, and then some yeah. of the darker stuff he did, like he had he had yeah. chops and and range, man. Yeah. So I mean, couldn't really play a, a superhero, but beyond that, Which and actually today, and like it's just not the bod, right? Like he's not oh. gonna. I thought you meant like he's he not did gonna replace Christopher Reeve. Now, now that we're into this massive like MCU and stuff, we he could have been like Hank Pym or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but Dang, man, could you picture Robin Williams as Hank Pym? Even though Michael Michael Douglas killed it, but yeah. that would have been dope. Well, to see and that. it just goes to illustrate like how how crazy like mental illness is. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and like how sneaky it can be. Yeah. And here's this guy that just brings joy to oh, yeah. so many people. You go all the way back to Mork and Mindy, where mm-hmm. all the reports I've ever heard is that he had no script. They had like bullet points, and everybody else just had to try and keep up. Wow. Um, you know, to just his stand up, his movies, everything brings all this joy. Yeah. And like that, that last TV show he did with Sarah Michelle Gellar uh, before he before he committed suicide, just it it just bombed. Which most shows don't make it. Like yeah. you do a pilot, most shows don't even get ordered for the first season, and just yeah. felt like a failure. Felt like he had let everybody on the show down. Evidently had battled it, this stuff forever, and it's yeah. like, do you see? Is uh, that what they, they is that what the catalyst was? That kind of like set off. That's the that's what, you know that's. Uh, what I've heard. That's my understanding. I feel like I've heard people that were close to him, uh, maybe on the comedy circuit or stuff like that, talk about mm. that being the case. But then you hear, you know, lots and lots of these big comedians have podcasts now, and you listen to any of them, and most of them have issues and credit their issues for their comedy career. And so, but yeah. I mean, you see these guys like dealing with depression and, and battling suicide and stuff right. um, pretty repeatedly. Like yeah. it seems to be a theme. It's usually the people that are the most funny or like that 
show very loud characters are probably usually most yeah pretty depressed in the behind the scenes. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, I know Anthony Jim Bourdain talk- too. Who? An- Anthony Bourdain. The, oh yeah, the yeah. chef. Yeah. He did. He was, you would he have never guessed. Guess that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was a big one that also kind of broke my heart because yeah. you know I, I I cooked for a while and he was just somebody that I looked up to a lot and you went to culinary school didn't you too? I did, yeah, yeah. Graduated in two thousand twelve. Well, that. and we've talked about it on the podcast before, like in the context of of games, but you see it in movies, but you see it in all of media really. Like there's just so few original ideas, so few original characters. Everything's a rehash. Everything's a repeat. Anthony Bourdain right. was one hundred percent original. Like there was no yeah. and he like was him. genuine. Yeah, he was genuine. And even um, you know the stuff he was doing, where it's like, okay, yeah, there's people that travel around and they eat food different places. Nothing like what he was doing. Nothing, nothing. Genuine's the right word. Like nothing is raw, and just I'm right. gonna go be where these people are at, cook the way they cook, eat the way they eat. Never look down on them. Never judge them for it. Like yeah, I watched that dude right. in the desert eating like boiled goat with Bedouins, and he was just <laughs> he was game for yeah. it. No, uh, he's yeah. a dope you know, dude. Yeah, so. Yeah, Shame. I mean, always, always sad to see that, but it's just it's, you see these people, and it just goes to show, like, there's no formula for having it right, for being happy. It's right. not even, you know, when you're getting to those levels of depression, it's not even, you know, a happiness thing. Right. Right. And so it's like, okay, fame, fortune, access, yeah. whatever. Doesn't no, matter. No factor. Yeah. It's yeah. So it's crazy too because the amount of resource today to like help yeah. prevent that kind of stuff, and people still. Yeah, mm-hmm. still do it. It's crazy. So, so we're the Happy Happy Joy Joy podcast. Yeah, so, <laughs> we talk uh, about our qualms, and now we're uh, talking about suicide come. and dead fathers. So, welcome everybody. Come for the Choco Go and stay for the laughs. Uh, please subscribe to our Patreon where we get even darker. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know, it, but uh, so as I understand it, you're you're into a lot of the same uh, nerky, you know, nerdy dorky stuff that. Uh, Nerky, yep. Nerky, <laughs> nerky. That's what I like to. Uh, it's it's nerdy. nerdy and dorky, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like Adam. We've talked about probably every like we're all into the Marvel, Star Wars, yeah, some yeah. DC. Like we pretty much are like like we all have the same thoughts. The three of us yeah. like on all those things. We're uh, yeah. don't take it personally. We're sitting. We're holding just so the fans know. We're sitting on Bad Batch. We know what's out. We're yeah. watching. We're sitting on Bad Batch yeah. till Mike last name redacted can make it back on. That's okay. Right. I, I honestly I haven't seen Bad Batch yet. I'm currently with watching uh, Clone Wars with Molly. Yeah. Introducing her to the rest of the series. Uh, she doesn't like Clone Wars so far, but what that's season are how you everybody is. And we you, are finishing up with season you one. You haven't just gotten yeah. over yet, huh? <laughs> well, so that's the thing. So she's sat with me through all of Marvel. She loved Marvel. Uh, she, you know, she had some gripes here and there, which everybody I think does. And then she watched all of Star Wars. She loved all of Star Wars. And so now I'm like, okay, well, if you love Star Wars, you got to watch Clone Wars. But just be patient. Be patient because yeah. at first it's the very first childish. Four seasons, you got. I, I found especially which we've talked about. Uh, it's it's funny at this point we're just getting aware everything we talk about like we've touched on on the show before. So I'm kind of saying right. we've <laughs> talked about this on the pod before. Yes, this and everything else. But if she's if she's into Potter and watch the Potter movies, that's the best way mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. found to explain to somebody if they have that point of reference, even if they've only read the books. Mm. Like stick with. It starts very young and it ages yeah. with the series. And again, by time you get. To the last to bit seven of it. to that yeah. new one. It's the best Star Wars yes. content available. Asterisk. We'll see about Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah. Have you? Are you caught up on Bad Batch? No. Mm. Kieran and mm. I just watched the the newest episode. I'm not feeling ago. the pressure to stay like current because I know we're not going to talk about it. Right. And so it's just been on top of all the garbage that was going on in the house. Like my wife and I both work both work the same place. She's vastly more important there than I am. Um, 
but except for like this one week a year. So we, we work, we both work at a school. And so it's the last week of school. I had uh, graduation, another massive senior event and three days of exams and all of which falls heavily on me. So we had all that going on this week on top of all that garbage. And then my wife's trying to work from home, uh, like, and just making sure everybody's paychecks still go through. Right. Uh, Cause she's our, our CFO. So, all that to say, not a lot of time for Bad Batch the last week or two. Was your son weekly sick at episodes? All? What's that? Is it weekly episode releases? Just yeah, like yeah, 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 every yeah. Friday. Yeah. yeah, which I'm. Where, so we've talked about that some too. But where do you come down on the shows being serialized now? Because I, I, well, I won't preface your. I won't try and sway your opinion, but. No, well, I think it's fine. I mean, there's just, you guys have said it before, there's just so much stuff to watch out there that it's like, okay, I'll watch this episode, I'll digest it, and then I'll watch something else, and, you know, it's fine. Yeah, I, I still love, like, it's just made, when the shows really hit, like Mandalorian did, mm-hmm. like, I just love that it becomes appointment viewing again. Right. So you might yeah. not, some people are going to wake up, you know, at 12.01 on Friday morning and watch it. Some people are going to watch that night. Some people are going to watch Saturday morning. But right. by and large, people are going to be talking about it Monday. Yeah. Or sometimes yeah. Saturday when you run into them. And so right. just that, that shared cultural experience of everybody's kind of in on this thing right. and doing the same thing. I don't have anyone yeah. at my job to have the nerd conversations with. Yeah. You would have been the only one in the office to be like, did you watch Bad Batch? But <laughs> we, I ask like that every time too. Yeah, no, that sounds, <laughs> sounds just like you. So no, I, I did. I, I watched the first episode. I'm behind on everything else, but loved it. The first I'm episode like, was an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was oh, like wow. a little... Yeah. Uh, it's definitely got like a miniseries vibe where it's, uh, you know, I don't know if they've stuck with the longer episodes, but I appreciate that on the first one. They're back at like 30, 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. But what's dope though is, uh, this isn't really a spoiler because you find out two seconds into the first episode. It's happening literally right when Order 66 happens yeah. um, in Revenge nice. of the Sith. So remember that supercut that we've talked about before? <laughs> like now I'm yeah. like, how are they going to update <laughs> that? dude's going to have to be. Because that whole episode yeah. was basically Order 66. At some point, it's just going to be like, you got a day to spare? Yeah. <laughs> you got a, you <laughs> yeah, got a really. whole day yeah. with no bathroom <laughs> It's going to be a 12-hour right. yeah. supercut. <laughs> Settle in. But it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, I won't say what I think about the rest of the show. We'll wait for Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, it's you know what I do I do like about the weekly episode stuff is that it, it makes it easier to avoid spoilers because when they release like an entire season of, oh, of right. content, people will binge watch that and then you have to like avoid the internet right. for and until you catch up and then you feel pressured to binge watch too and I hate that honestly. Yeah. Well, it still even happens because I follow I think a Star Wars subreddit and uh, it's mm. Friday mm. afternoon they'll be posting like they'll blur the images because it's a spoiler but I'm still like. Hey idiots! It's tw- it's noon on Friday. Yeah, people have jobs. Like <laughs> go to work. Yeah, people <laughs> used to have jobs. Yeah, I guess everyone's getting yeah. them free paychecks. Dude, the number yeah. of stories now of like restaurants can't get people to come back to work right. and just you know we're in well, I'd say we're in the middle. We haven't been able to break ground two years in on a, a construction project at our house. But I'm talking to my GC because it's finally looking like we're finally going to get a permit issued. And so I was talking to him just concerned about, like, you hear all these stories that the wood prices are through the oh, roof. Oh, right, yeah. He's like, oh, it's everything. He's like, there's there's work crews. He's like, that I can't get out for the prices that I used to get them out for because they can just sit home and do nothing and make more money. Right. Yeah. And so it's uh, anybody that uh, listened to Andrew Yang and thought that a universal basic income sounded like a good idea and that mm. people would just use that freedom to then go and pursue what they their dreams, what they want to do. Well, the dreams and what they want to do is sit at home and do nothing and cash a paycheck. That's how yeah. that the, you're watching in real time how UBI pl- plays out. 
I'm gonna be honest. That's my dream. Yeah, <laughs> if I could binge watch content and play video games, cool. Well, <laughs> what what's funny is you these these concepts get floated like they're new because we're yeah. too many people aren't students of history um, mm. because we don't do a good job of teaching it. Um, if if history doesn't uh, repeat itself, it certainly rhymes. Like you see these things over and over again, and these ideas get repackaged as new and fresh. We're like, oh, what if we try that? We like. Well, no, we that's actually been tried a bunch, and it just doesn't work every time. And so my favorite thing with, like, right. UBI is you can actually track this. You could go back before. But uh, Plymouth Plantation is actually this great story of how, like, uh, sorry, Becca, living in a communion, like this, this shared resource <laughs> and this shared labor um, and all this stuff does not work. So Plymouth, and you can read about it because the, uh, I can't remember if they called him the governor or what, but the guy that was in charge of Plymouth Plantation was like, a litigious note taker like he just documented everything so he gets referred to like as america's first historian because he just so well documented mm -hmm. what was going on i want to say william bradford you could google it and see if i'm, I'm right or not because hey you've been wrong about that stuff but you are so the the <laughs> people that funded that trip um that sponsored it so people paid for the ship paid for the resources paid for them to come here and found this right at plymouth plantation um they they decreed like no you're all gonna work like the fields you're all gonna like share the harvest so we're basically talking like a, a, a commune right mm -hmm. it's like a legit commune so all the shared resource but so the problem is what they saw they were starving to death because what happens is when it's everybody shows up when it's time to dole out the food everybody shows up when it's time to reap the reward but a lot of people are sick when it's time to do the work mm-hmm Right. So it was uh, it's this concept of like everyone's responsibility is no one's responsibility. Like mm -hmm. it's OK if I don't do it because everybody else is going to do it. Right. And so they were going to starve to death. So Bradford literally at one point he divvied up the land. He divvied up the resource. He's like, no, you work that plot and that's yours. And you either rise or fall based on your own whatever. So if you're if you're going to lay around, you're going to be lazy. Then you're not going to have food. You're not going to have harvest. And lo and behold, once they were responsible and once they got to reap the rewards of their own labor, then they started to flourish and then it started to work. And you just see this play out over and over again. And so here it's it's no different right now. It's here's thirty six thousand dollars a year yeah. to sit and do nothing. Right. Well, yeah. OK. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would you say? Because one of the fighting factors for UBI would be in, let's say, like 50, 100 years when more and more jobs are disappearing due to technology advances. Supposedly, that's one of the main... Tale as old as time. These these gas, these powered automobiles are going to put all the buggy drivers out of work. Then what are they going to do? Tesla, we've, we've seen it before. Well, it's, what if Tesla, like, they get a whole network of self-driving cars? That's different than... That's a big advancement from... We'll, we'll pivot. Will there be growing pains? But we've, we've seen this over and over again throughout history. You see... Um, like the industrial revolution, it's it's the same way, and and we pivot. And are are there people that catch the crap end of that in the moment? Yeah, mm. and and that stinks. That's that's also life, right? So mm. you pivot and you deal and you overcome, or you don't, but you do pivot. We do come out okay. Mm. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. So I think that you know when when it comes to a lot of things in just current society, right? Like the market decides a lot of things. You know, people need to be self-sufficient. People need to work. People need to earn a living. And relying on things like UBI is, is not realistic, especially right now, the way that the economy is set up. But do you think, just, just a general question, do you think that human beings were put on this earth to work? Um, I, do I think that's our sole purpose? Uh, no, but I, you know, I'm a big fan. We don't, we, we used to, if you look throughout history, um, uh, people were always educated. People were always well versed in uh, natural law, 
Just the mm-hmm. just the laws of nature. Whether or not you believe those laws were set about and ordained by God or higher power or what, there were these mm-hmm. laws of nature that we could all observe, and this is the way things work. Mm-hmm. And you can look all throughout nature, and a lazy lion doesn't live long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you have to earn your keep. You have to defend yourself. You have to find a way to feed yourself. you got to find a way to stay warm. Uh, and if you let up, somebody's coming to take your den the first second you go slack. Mm-hmm. Like your hole in the ground is going to be some other some other ferrets, right? Like that's right. you just see it play out over and over again um, in, in all of nature. So it's not like what's funny is because we sit in our nice air-conditioned houses, we think we're separate from nature. Right, sure. but we're not. We're we're in it. Like you're you're from Colorado. Go hike with the bears. Let me know if you're part of nature or not. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Because nature nature doesn't care. You want a real fun time online? Go follow follow nature is metal. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like oh, I'm I'm gonna eat vegetarian because the poor animals. You know who ain't worried about it? The animals. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, but the challenge is like you hit on it some. Um, I think that works very, very well in um, like a, a legit free market capitalist system. It's not what we find ourselves in now. It's, it's right. like capitalist light. We're in a corporatist system, uh, right? Where What do you mean by that? What I mean is that um, corporations have, because government has gotten so big and has so much control over the market, and this mm-hmm. isn't unique to America, this is globally uh, in too many mm-hmm. places, that it's, it's not a free market, it's a rigged market. So because government government has so much power now that it's become worthwhile to buy them, if the government couldn't affect the market, nobody would spend money on lobbyists because it'd be wasted money. Right. Uh, right. If the market determined how it went. If you decided what companies deserve, if you got to vote with your dollar and that's how companies <laughs> made money and they couldn't just be given tax breaks or given giant government contracts and the, you know shady backroom deals. So we're, yeah. we're far more corporatist than capitalist right now. So it is a bit of a rigged system. Um, yeah, I mean, you see that a lot with like the just the, the this whole GameStop stock controversy, uh-huh. right? You know, you you see that huge because the government yeah. intervened and prevented it from skyrocketing because it yeah. could have quote unquote crashed the market, I've right? Still got but, diamond hands. <laughs> good, no, but it's it's kind of crazy how the we're you're right, we're not in a total capitalist society, which you know, say what you will, that's the best way that we've done things so far right it's it's not it's not ideal right now it's not yeah. perfect uh, but it's definitely well, uh, yes and no so the, the problem is that we've legislated ourselves into this problem and we're not we can't legislate yeah. ourselves ourselves out of it there's a famous einstein quote that is and i'm going to paraphrase slightly because i'm very much not einstein but it's like uh, the level of thinking that created the problem isn't isn't capable of solving the problem and mm-hmm. so there isn't – the Fed's not going to fix this. The Treasury Secretary is not going to fix this. The President isn't going to fix this. The The fix to our market issues right now are actually governmental fixes in that if we decrease the size and the power of government, the, mm-hmm. the market will fix itself. And yeah. people you know, people decry that it's, oh, you want child labor and you want complete deregulation and no FDA and stuff like that. No, there's a, there's a proper role for government – in enforcing laws and enforcing contracts. It's just too overgrown. So, like, right yeah. now, if, if we instituted uh, just term limits, let alone, like, put term limits on the on the Senate and on the House. Oh, dear God. And those right. those senators and those yeah. representatives become much less valuable. If I, know you're, if I know you're out and, you know, say you give the senators, you know, two years or two terms. Twelve years is still a long time. But say you limit uh, the House of Representatives to, like, three terms, six years. As a business, how much money am I willing to put into that person that's gone in six years? 
Yeah. Right. You know, how many right. junkets am I, is it, is it, how, how much am I going to give to their campaign? How many junkets yeah. is it worth sending them on? And just all the different ways that they find to reward them. Um, mm-hmm. So you've got to, you've got to make, you got to make it not worth buying the government. And the only mm-hmm. way you can do that is to decrease government size and power. Well, there were term limits for a little while, right? Like in the early nineties, but it, it didn't work. If I remember right. Uh, where I don't, I, where there, I don't recall that at the federal level. I mean, we started. So the the founders actually debated term limits, um, mm-hmm. and this might be a fresh podcast topic. We might have landed on something mm. we haven't talked about before. Uh, they debated term limits, and they they decided against them because their fear was that it would deprive the the country or the state that was electing or whatever it was of the right person for the job at the right time artificially. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so imagine like America doesn't exist right now if Washington isn't our first president. He was the only person that could bridge the gap uh, between the colonies become states at the time. He was the only person uh, that revered and that held that much respect. Um, if, right. it, if it wasn't Washington, it couldn't have been somebody else. So imagine if they had decided at the Constitutional Convention, OK, we're so fearful of. Um, the executive. We're so anti-monarchy that we just left that every president can only serve one term. I don't think if Washington's done after four years instead of eight, that we're sitting here as the country that we are right now. Mm. I just right. Adams didn't have the juice. Jefferson didn't have the juice. Like you, you couldn't. By the time you get to Jefferson and Adams, actually one of the most contentious elections in the history of our country to this date is the election of 1800 mm. between uh, Adams and Jefferson, who used to be real tight. Like they, they were bros and it had just devolved so much into partisan politics, even at that right. point, which even Washington in his farewell speech warned us against partisan politics. Mm. Right. Um, but it just it's just human nature. Yeah. When you look at things like we talked about with Becca, like with Israel, where they just can't even form a government right now because there's however many parties and they just can't get to a coalition of a majority. You know, it's like, well, we, we're all mad at the two party system, but a lot of parties not necessarily better. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. So, uh, you know, yeah, the the market's somewhat rigged right now. Not as rigged as the down with the 1% people or the 99% sure. people would have us believe, uh but more so than I than I'd like to see it, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um I think our monetary policy is garbage. I think the Fed's unconstitutional. Um here's here's how the Fed works. Excuse me just a second. We gotta start editing out coughs or not, whatever. Who cares? You know how much work that'll um, be. So here, here's the problem. Here, here's the problem. Here's how the Fed goes down. So the Constitution intentionally gives um, power to the legislature to coin money. All right. So uh, if I if I can take you on a little journey, come with me. Um, imagine I'm strapped you, in. I'm ready to go. Uh, Josh, that you and Kira are leaving town. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've got your lovely apartment here, Studio B. Mm. Kuma here. You say, hey, Kale, will, will you watch the house for me? Will you take care of the dog while I'm gone? Mm-hmm. I say, sure, no problem. You extended your authority mm-hmm. over your home and your dog mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. to take care of. Correct. And while you're gone, I go, hey, Adam, uh, I'm supposed to be watching uh, Kuma and taking care of the apartment. I'm just, But I, I, I got things to do. So I'm just going to give you the the keys, uh, give you the passwords to all their stuff, and uh, and, and if you could just take care of that for me, um, that'd be awesome. Oh, by the way, uh, Josh doesn't know you and has no reason to trust you, but I do, so here you go. Hmm. It's not cool. It's 100% acceptable for you to extend your authority over your home and your possessions and your dog to me. Right. What's not cool, and we all get this at like this inherent human level, what's not cool is for me to take that authority you extended to me and extend it to somebody else. Right. It's not mine to give. It's yours to give. Right. So in, in, a pr- in proper government, right, in good government, 
I think almost everyone will agree, government derives its power from the people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so we extend this authority. Hey, we 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 need to participate in commerce. We need money to do that, yeah. right? We extend this authority to Congress to coin money. Mm-hmm. And the Congress says, yeah, we're going to let the Fed do it. Mm. And the Fed, it's we don't elect them, right? We have no say. They don't get audited, right? You, you've heard Rand and Ron Paul, uh, if you follow politics at all, harp on this for years. We need to to audit the Fed. Literally just, we can't even go in and take a look at the books. Hmm. And they're, they're determining all of our, all of our monetary policy. That's the federal reserve you're talking about. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And that's why, uh, whenever I walk by the federal reserve building, I spit a little bit. <laughs> Can you <laughs> explain? That's not an arrestable offense. <laughs> <laughs> um, what for people that don't know what the federal reserve is, because how I interpret that is, that's where all our money lives, and that's all I think I know about the Federal Reserve. So, uh, like, there's gold in there. Like, all of our cash gold is backed up inside the Federal Reserve. Is that where that is? Well, our dollar is not even based on the gold standard anymore. So, no, yeah, I mean, our dollar. We have gold, but yeah. Well, do we? Because <laughs> nobody's <laughs> been in Fort Knox for a hot minute either. <laughs> uh, yeah, I looked. I, I looked at the cameras. It's still there. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Deal. Um, yeah, so it's funny. Uh, a buddy of mine that's uh, uh, really into uh, to cryptos and stuff. He sent me this meme. Uh, and it says these scam coins are getting crazy. Uh, one someone just shilled to me: twenty-seven trillion in circulation, unlimited supply cap, only one node, twenty-five percent of the supply minted in the last six months, one percent of holders own thirty percent. J.K. That's the U.S. dollar. That's funny. <laughs> So people knock these coins for not being real, not being yeah. backed by anything, not having any real value. The dollar, literally the only thing backing the dollar is the quote-unquote full faith and credit of the United States of America. Hmm. Yeah. I think I think the dollar is is now it's it's more like an oil standard, right? Like it's not confirmed, that's not what it is on the books. This is what we base our value in, right? But that's kind of that's that's what it is. I mean, if we want to really be real about it, it's uh We'll we'll blow you up, standard. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, no, if I mean, you look, at, it's it's a it's a shakedown. If you look, uh, what's funny is um, America will get knocked for how much we spend on defense every year, and it'll be like, look at this, look at this little first world European country. Look how little they spend on defense. You know why they get to because of all that we spend. Mm-hmm. Because if North Korea decides to to lob missiles at South Korea, hey, we're we're in. Yeah. You know, because if Russia gets froggy, which they kind of did with Crimea, and we just let it slide to our great shame, um, you know, like, so all these rogue, these bad actors, like, we, we've got everybody's back. Like, we're the big kid on the playground. And yeah. so, yeah, we're the reserve dollar. Yeah, we get some respect. Because if somebody starts kicking I mean, the crap out of you, nobody else is going to pull them off of you. But that's not why the dollar hasn't really quote unquote like lost its value as it could have, right? Like there's been so many instances over the past sixty years why the dollar should have, have tanked, right? With inflation and everything like that. But the the reason the dollar has for more or for more or less it's it's maintained its value is because the oil across the world is traded with the dollar. 
Well, for now, I mean, so you're talking about us being the reserve currency. So we're 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 how people do major commerce. We're how people trade right. in commodities. We're right. the dollar is what people park their savings in. When we say people, we're talking about countries. We're talking about major economies. Right. Um, but part of I think more more so than than our role in the energy sector and and with oil, because I mean, you remember it's only been we've been um, you know a net importer of oil uh, up until the Trump administration. Um, <laughs> You know, so we weren't even energy uh, sufficient up until then, or self sufficient. Right. Um, but really, it becomes uh, more about that. There, there was full faith and credit in America, mm-hmm. and we were the driving force behind the world's economy. Uh, right. You know, we're we're now. You know, Josh likes to say we we um actually him like Oscar. So I'm I'm flashing back to Oscar and Michael's debate about China. Um, <laughs> But we're we're, we're very very we're precariously close to China overcoming us as the largest economy in the world. Right. Uh, then yeah. that position as the dollar becoming um, you know the default currency of the world uh, becomes super imperiled, especially with how much China is willing to manipulate their currency. By the way, once again, super funny and entertaining podcast again. Today, guys. <laughs> this is this is what the kids are looking for is global monetary policy. <laughs> uh, but no, and so I think, um, and also I would disagree with you. I think the dollars performed horribly um, over, especially yeah, no, if you I expand mean, out it, over several decades. So, I mean, you compare it to um, to gold and mm-hmm. what gold's done over that same time, and the purchasing power of the dollars is, is nothing. It's minuscule. It's per, I mean, it's just performed absolutely horribly. It's, it's gold right. that's actually uh, stayed relatively steady. I've talked about before, like... Um, Back when we were on the gold standard, if if Henry Ford had been paying his people in the equivalent, which he was paying his people in gold, because the money he was giving them was backed in gold, but he if he had just physically been handing them gold instead of a certificate right. for gold, mm-hmm. um, what he was paying when, when and it was I can't remember if it was even double digits nine ten bucks a week something like that. If you had that same amount in gold that was worth nine or ten dollars now that he was giving them a week, that gold's worth twenty five hundred dollars a week right now. Jeez. Right. So imagine being so everybody's like, oh, Amazon, like I see their ads all the time. We start people at $15 an hour. Henry Ford was paying his factory workers the equivalent value of $2,500 a week yeah. building Model Ts back then. So it's, but there, it was tied to something of value. It, it had to be there. Right. Right. But the problem is, like, right now, when you see this, what they call quantitative easing, which is just the Fed saying, well, we're just going to run the printers. Um, which is how we pay for so much of this this crap now. If you've got to find the money to back up those bills you're printing, you can't print it because mm. you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta obtain that gold to back yeah. it up, right? Um, so, <sighs> yeah, Fed Fed no good. D- dig into it when you see uh, you know, everybody talks about how the economy is cyclical and mm-hmm. like it's not out of place to see uh, these recessions every so often and these peaks. There's very very strong arguments out there that those peaks and valleys are actually created by the Fed, not eased by them, right? Um, and that the economy would be much more on a, a much more even and level climb, uh, were it not for the Fed manipulating um, interest rates, stuff like that. So right, yeah, yeah. I mean, because the Fed, the Fed was made like it's it's the it's supposed to be the bank of the government, mm-hmm. right? Like that's that's it's that's ideally what it's supposed to be, and it was made to help prevent things like like financial crises, like. Uh, you know, the, it was it was supposed to ha- prevent things like the Great Depression yes. or major recessions, and none of that ever happened. Like it, the the, well, the the Great Depression still happened. We're in a recession yeah. now. Well, and not only that, <laughs> but what's hilarious is like um, FDR gets hailed as this great savior of the country through the Great Depression. The Great Depression right. lasted longer in America than it did anywhere else in the world. 
That's funny. Yeah. Um, there's a great book, The Forgotten Man by Amity Shales. Um, Read it. That really uh, covers the depression and how America actually got it wrong and dealt with it wrong mm. really, yeah. really well. Now, uh, you know, much like this week's podcast, not like a super fun <laughs> haha read. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little he- Amity Shales, not so much with the jokes. But it's, you know, when I, I think it's an important read when so often now you. Um, you hear uh, like the de- the depression and what were the quote unquote solutions for the depression floated as solutions to problems. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's important to understand that it actually exacerbated and extended the problem. It didn't solve it. It didn't shorten it. Right. Um, yeah. So, so there's a little reading assignment for everybody. Come back next week with your report. <laughs> or don't. Next week we're doing like all fart jokes or something. For the love of God, <laughs> just practice your stand-up routine real quick, and then hey, yeah, jeez, what's up with airline food? Next week's gonna be all sound pad and dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing with the dad jokes. So like, and people, I, I get asked often, like, why do you make those? Like, what's your deal with making those? And my pleasure, at least on the podcast so far, I knew I was the only one. I mean my wife would know and like the people that know me would know but like most of the people listening probably didn't know that happened to me so like when making like a dark dad joke and no one knows to me is way funnier than people get doing the reaction of oh whoa you shannon i i actually meant like Lame joke, dad. No, jokes. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I want to go. I, dad, I meant, I meant, dad, I meant more like, what's a dentist's favorite time? Two thirty. Not jokes <laughs> about your dad being dead. Well, I took it as my my dad. I guess really dead, dad. The point is, we yeah. need some freaking <laughs> levity next week. Um, um uh, we could talk about your iPad. Kale got a new iPad. Yeah, the nice. new iPad. Yeah, let's uh, talk about that. Dude, it was no more, no more Israel and bad economy. Um, so let's I'm talk. A, about like, <laughs> oh, real quick with Israel and Rebecca. So her podcast took. Off, Holy so really, yeah, she's at 122 plays. It, last week with Kayla and I is at 54. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and so obviously people don't like us. Uh, or the, Becca has a lot of friends, yeah, and we know. need to have her on every know. week. We'll see there's how you do, Adam, yeah. if you share it well yeah, with your friends. There's something going on there, but you're uh, gonna have like 10 plays with Becca. Stairs. We do <laughs> have, we, we do have a uh, in studio visit. I don't know which studio at this point, or if we'll even continue the podcast well, beyond today. But seeing how this went. You in, obviously won't come here. We've got an in-studio <laughs> visit uh, booked with Becca coming up here in July, so that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Nice. So, Mark yeah, on your calendars. No, um, and if there's uh, like I try, I do try and look for non-Apple tech news because I don't want to just hit Apple because we I, at least I am interested in other things. But then some yeah. weeks like I have this an Xbox that's not this Apple. week's so Apple heavy. <laughs> there's so much to cover. So yeah, and I think I'm gonna guess you guys are probably like this. Like I get the notification. Um, Wednesday, no Thursday, that my iPad's out for delivery, mm-hmm. and that it's going to be ah. delivered on Thursday. So then I'm signed up for the little thing where I can like see where the truck is on the map. Yeah. So whenever yeah. I've got electronics out for delivery, like you're watching I, that I, thing I, dude, like a I hawk. creep on that UPS yeah. driver. And listen, I don't yeah. know what this guy has against me, but I literally watch this guy drive circles around my house all day. He knows you're watching <laughs> him. He'll be around the corner. I'm talking total, maybe seven houses away. And dude will peace out. I know where he's eating lunch because I know the plaza he's in. Like I watch this guy wow. drive away, and then it'll still be like three and a half that hours has to later. Be a safety thing for him. Like, can't people like let me buy an iPhone? He for sure has more iPhones on there. Probably let me rob him. Don't it- don't get it twisted. I have one hundred percent considered. Like, I wonder if I could just meet him and get my package because I know he's at Five Guys <laughs> right now. I don't. Right. I, there's. I'm safe in assuming he's probably not eating Carabas for lunch, so he's at Five Guys. 
You don't think yeah. EPS drivers make a lot? <laughs> um, they actually make bank, and I they've got they great did. benefits. Yeah, they make good money. Yeah, I thought they, it was a good... But I, still, Carabas yeah. is a long lunch for... No, yeah, you don't have that time. Like. Yeah, I got you. Um, well, that's probably why he shows up so, so late. <laughs> I'm watching, but it's not, it's not uncommon. Like, on a day I know it's getting delivered, like, I'll postpone lunch, it gets delivered, I'll run home and grab it, because I'm a child with no patience. Mm. Well, uh, like I was talking about, it was, like, this, it was Super Bowl week at work, right? So Friday is graduation. I'm basically, I'm the wedding planner, I'm event coordinator, whatever, like, it's the whole, it's, it's my show. Uh, and I mean, there's other people in charge, but I'm executing <laughs> this thing. Uh, and so it's just, it's just not, just not possible. Right. Like, there's no way I'm going home to play with this iPad that I've waited weeks for because Steve Jobs is dead and Tim <laughs> Apple's not as good as him. Uh, Come on. So instead, they announce it and then you can get it sometime later. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, that was no weird this year. It, and it's available right now. Yeah, that, they used that's, to, that doesn't exist. Uh, almost everything they announced yeah. a month ago was like, it'll be out at the end of May. So many things like, wouldn't exist. Then why did you tell me today? Would tell be, me at the end of May. I, I, <laughs> I believe till the day I die that if Steve Jobs is still alive, none of the Apple products would have a camera bump. I don't think he ever would have tolerated it. Uh, I would have agree. A, what? a what camera bump? A camera bump. Wouldn't what exist. It sticks out on the back of your phone. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, because he was like super into a protuberance. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 they would they would find a way around. Uh, but so and but then I'm I'm so wiped. I get home from graduation. I didn't even unbox it Friday night. This is very abnormal for me. Like I said, it'd been a garbage week. So and you were like, oh, Josh so is mad all, at me. This all yesterday. Yeah, I was I was really broken about. Yeah, I'm like I can't even look at an Apple product right now. It just makes me think of Josh. Uh, so but unbox it today. Get it restored. Get it going. Love it. It's. I've owned, I can't even remember how many iPads in I am now, but the one I, I sold just before this was the original Pro, so it had been a couple generations, and man, it's just impossibly thin, and it's nice to finally be rid of the home button and have FaceTime, and so it's flying, it's working right, I'm loving this. Face sp- ID, you mean? what I say? FaceTime? FaceTime. I mean, I like I was confused, both. I was like, your other like ones didn't both. have FaceTime? <laughs> I like them both. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm all excited to come and use it for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Right? And especially because it has the face tracking in FaceTime, so you can move around and it'll keep you centered. So we're firing it up. We're trying to get things going with Adam. And I absolutely cannot turn the sound all the way down in a FaceTime call. The speaker is on your iPad. Which means we'd, we'd yeah. So, which means we'd get feedback on the pod. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm back on my MacBook Pro. So I'm a little, it's lost its shine a little bit. You can return it Dang. or you can give it to me. Uh, I'll pray about that. Um, Maybe if you had been nicer <laughs> to me this week. Um, maybe if you would uh, meet me halfway. Um, <laughs> so I've been telling Adam about this. I don't know if I've told you, dude, I'm trying to get the new Xbox right now. Yeah. And mm. I can just, I kind of feel for the PS5 people like really wanting a PS5 and can't get one because that's immensely harder than what I've gone through yeah. to get an Xbox. I'm subscribed to people on Twitter and the moment they yep. tweet out like notifications, hey, it's available. Dude, I'm clicking that link so fast, so hard. Yeah. I have so many websites right now that i've made an account put in my credit card info i'm like lock stock and barrel and as soon as you click the notification as soon as you add it to your cart gone yeah instantly yeah, yeah. Instantly. i went to the same thing with my graphics card because i was building my computer and literally like it, it was it was months it was months that i was waiting watching monitoring waiting for email notifications and i was on a couple of discord servers that would right. pop yeah. and the second that it would populate they're gone because you guys are more in the space than me these days for sure um is uh, is the gaming industry having the same challenges that like the automotive industry is having? Like, is part of this like the microchip yeah, crunch that everybody's going through right yes. now? It's because of yep. COVID. They they can't produce as much to like. There's just less Xboxes and PlayStation Fives yeah. in general. It's not so much the bots and the scalpers. It's just 
they don't have enough quantity to yeah. begin with. Yeah, and when it comes to graphics cards too, uh, the big hit for that was the crypto mining. Yeah. You know, because graphics cards have a lot of computational power that they yes. can run those algorithms mm. quick enough. So everybody is just building like huge server racks full of these massive graphics cards that are worth like anywhere from six hundred to two thousand dollars each, right? Yeah. But they're they're buying them up as fast as they can because they can make it back and. A year. Well, and I like I remember, it, and you think about how long ago this was. What a big deal the processing power in the PS3 was. Yeah. And yeah. so um, they were pushing like uh, my my buddy Aaron, who's a computer genius. Um, he was always running like the folding at home program on his PS3. Mm-hmm. And so it was like yeah. these universities had this folding at home program. So it was basically it was almost like blockchain, right? Where they were pulling yeah. computer resources just across the world to do this protein like encoding like figuring out proteins and stuff and so but the ps3 it was a big deal that it had the power to even participate in that right. and then there were even and you could probably still find these articles like universities that were building these racks of linked ps3s just right. to work their way yeah. up to supercomputer computational power that's crazy um and yeah. so and, and i mean that you that chip i mean right. it couldn't run a calculator right <laughs> right now right so it's like we've come so far beyond that and you know we're yeah i think the current chips and like the m1 are five nanometer and they're working on three nanometer which is just talking about how many transistors they're fitting right like in a given space it's crazy which is crazy thing that these chips even now it's still at its heart it's this it's a bunch of these tiny little light switches flipping back and forth yeah it's, yeah yeah it's just ones yeah, and zeros it's on really and off, hard on to wrap your yeah. mind around which is why I yeah. watch Storybots because they explain it to me and I have children. Wow. Yeah. Highly that recommend Storybots. Hmm. That was one thing that like when I was going through training for my job, yeah. uh, you know, you have to learn about the ins and outs of how computers work down to like the very basic foundational level when they were first built. What's your, and what's just, your MLS, Adam? Uh, I'd rather not say. Fair enough. But, <laughs> but uh, I work on computers, yeah. right? And I work on a very granular level of what computers can do, right? right? Um, so when I was in training, I had to learn exactly how they work and learning just literally that it's it's ones and zeros that are flipping on and off but now it's at the level where it's just thousands and thousands and millions of just algorithms that are constantly running in order to do any singular process it's it's wild i still don't even really understand it well and it's so i really want to get and play with and i've contemplated ordering this now even though it's too advanced for where my kids are at um but I'll, I'll tie this together. So we, we've talked phenomenal movies. So if you kind of want to get a concept of what computers are really doing in a physical sense, um, oh, gosh, I'm going to blank on the name, but the Benedict Cumberbatch movie uh, where he's playing Simple Alan Turling. Imitation Game? Imitation, Imitation game. game is phenomenal. And you yeah. kind of can wrap your mind around it's, it's it, he's, he's in, inventing the computer is what he's doing. He's right. inventing the computer. Um, yeah. But you're seeing it happen. It's happening in a very physical sense where there's things flipping back and forth. That's still what's happening on this tiny microscopic level. And so there's right. actually um, this guy that's come out with now. It's a it's a game and it comes along with a, a comic book, but it's a Turing table and it's this table. Yeah. It looks like a Plinko game. So it's this big like stand up easel thing. It's got all these little pegs on it, mm. but there's all these different pieces you can place on that board to make it do different things with marbles and direct them. Mm. And yeah. it is a computer. Wow. You're just seeing it physically work. Right. And it will, like, sort different colors of marbles. That's cool. And this is all physically happening in front of you with these little pieces that are flipping back and forth. But it teaches a kid at that basic fundamental right. level how their computer works. Right. You think about yeah. how quick we're headed for that scene and I can't remember which Matrix where the guy's like, we, we all forgot, like, these things run our lives and we don't even know how they do what they do at this point. Like, I don't know how my phone works. 
Right. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you yeah. think about how, th- like, I sometimes, if I'm on my phone out in public doing just scrolling, and I sometimes just take a step back and you just look at what you're doing. Yeah. Like, that is very impressive. Yeah. I'm talking to a satellite, and then things are coming back to me, and then I'm able to call you, and it's just, it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. but I want the Xbox. Yeah, it blows my mind. <laughs> All that to say. <laughs> so if you're listening and you've got an Xbox got Series X, an Xbox, dude, it's it's we'll really you, frustrating. We'll, hey, we'll send you a solid solid mug. Whoa, get Josh yeah. an Xbox. That that'll we'll send you a solid hope, solid. I mean, it's Saturday, and there's usually a drop on Microsoft Sunday nights yeah. at midnight. I'm gonna try again. It's been the worst, and I was trying to get the P. I was gonna get the PS5 whenever they were just available yeah. in stores, but then. Um, I got the new Mass Effect remaster in Bro. Nice. What's crazy is, um, you know how like if you play in a game from your childhood and it, it you if you play it today, like if you play a game that you love on PS2 today, you're gonna load it up and go, "Wow, this looks yeah. horrible. This is the yeah, worst thing I've th- ever when seen." When you think of it, you have like rose tinted yeah, glasses. Yeah, you think it looks like, realistic. Oh, it's, it's so it was beautiful. perfect. Yeah. You load it up today, you're like, "This is garbage." What yeah. my memory has tarnished this completely. So I haven't played Mass Effect since 2007, probably, uh, or right. around that time when Adam and I became friends. Um, and so they've remastered it a ton. It's in 4K, 60 frames, yada yada. Dude, booting this up, it's as it's like how my memory remembered it, but I know it's mm. not because yeah. I've seen a couple of videos of people having the comparison side by side, and it's it's dope. But then I saw the Xbox Series X plays it even better and i'm like yeah. and then i've done several gigs we've been good with money we are trying to pay off debt but i was like you know what treat yourself and so right. um i was like we kind of have it let's just do it yeah and so then just i thought it would be off of ebay yeah for twelve hundred dollars <laughs> sure um and so i was like how, how hard could it be i know ps5 is hard to get but i, I doubt no one ever likes the Xbox. I've always been Team I Xbox. Saw, I saw somebody we both know who I know you're close with selling a PS5 the other day, and I didn't feel like the price was outrageous. I will not buy above MSRP. Okay. I don't <laughs> think you should, but... Right. That's where I'm at. I'm okay. like, no. I, I would rather just wait a little bit longer. Yes, I would rather just that's click... the adult thing to do. Right. Because yes. yeah. there were a couple of the drops that happened that are easier to get the Xbox in bundles. So it's like an extra controller, maybe a couple games. But I'm like, I don't want Forza 4, and I don't need a second controller. So I'm not going to spend $650 when I'm trying to spend You five. have a wife. You're not going to play video games with your wife? I already have an extra controller. So we don't. <laughs> she already has one. So we don't need to buy a third, quote, controller. Um, and so, but I was going to get the PS5 because I really want to play the Spider-Man. But then I'm thinking, yeah. I have a ton of games, Lego games, on my back catalog, on my <sighs> Xbox. So many games on my God. Xbox that I need to play. And getting on the Series X, they'll play so much better. So until the PS5 is available, when I thought, let me just get the Xbox because I'm not. If you get an Xbox Series X and your goal is to play more Lego games, I'm gonna be so disappointed. That was mostly a joke, but I mean that will happen. <laughs> but, yes, it will happen, really. but it's not like the goal. <laughs> he couched it with mostly because he's definitely right. gonna do it. He's definitely are, gonna do it. I don't even know what games are out that are for the Series X actually, like the exclusives. Not, like this only runs on the Series X. But a lot of the games yeah, that I have... Not, there's not many. There's a lot of games I have that are uh, remastered for the Series X. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. To, like Red Dead Redemption 2 would be fantastic to play on the newer <sighs> console. It's not even remastered for the Series X. See, that's oh, why it's I want not? a PS5. No, I mean, oh. it's like the, the capabilities are upgraded, right? It's just like Mass Effect. Like, you play you play it on the, the 1X and it's locked at 60 frames. You play it on the Series X and you get 120, right? Well, it's on my 1X, it's locked at... 60 frames but not 4k 
at 1080. Right. Or a 1440, right. whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah. You, on the series, on the yeah Series X, you can play at 4K 60 locked. And I'm like, yeah. Well, that sounds I'll be dope. praying for your. I really, research, I really appreciate I'm gonna, that. I'm going to devote a lot of time to that. Yeah. Well, before we. Can you also pray yeah. for a PS5 for me? I don't see why not. <laughs> I also hate. Dude, con- I toss out the prayers like Johnny Appleseed. Who wow. wants them? I got <laughs> you. Get a prayer. You yeah. get a. prayer. I will say I hate people that like hop on the console wars. Like PlayStation's better than Xbox. I'm like, I'm just gonna get both. I feel bad when people don't do this, and I'm no uh, Carlos. What's his name that steals jokes? So I want to admit uh, that Ma- I was referencing Brian Regan with the Johnny Appleseed right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah. Uh, but I have more tech that I want to talk, but uh, as opposed to normal, when the only thing that happens if we go long is we don't get any sleep, I am time limited today. I do want to leave time wow. for our Patreon supporters. But I do want to, anybody that stuck with us this long <laughs> through the tedious <laughs> garbage we talked about today, I would like to reward the listener with this. Uh, I don't know if you saw that I added this article to our show notes, but uh, I read this article on CNET this week, or CNET. Uh, Scientists say mammals can breathe through their butts in emergencies. Nice. Thank you. I was really wondering. This is real. <laughs> this is <laughs> the the subtitle is butt breathing could be no joke in the future for patients with respiratory failure. So uh, scientists in Japan who clearly have way too much time on their hands uh, <laughs> have demonstrated that mammals can absorb oxygen through the anus in the case of a medical emergency. Huh. <laughs> yeah, they say uh, in the article here that uh, the rectum has a mesh of fine blood cells just beneath mm. the surface of its lining, which means that drugs administered through the anus are readily absorbed into the bloodstream. This made us wonder whether oxygen could also be delivered into the bloodstream in the same way. And uh, too long, didn't read. Uh, it turns out it can be. Bro, they <laughs> have pigs and rats and mice in a tank of water or something. <laughs> and they have like the a, a diagram... Of them, like, of how it would work. Yeah. We'll for sure link this in the show notes. 100%. (laughs) You guys are going to get this This photo looks, this diagram is hilarious. Yes. But also, as hilarious as it sounds, you think about what we've been through this last year. Now, it turned out that the ventilators seem to be doing more harm with COVID uh, than help, which we found out after the fact. But you think about somebody that has so much lung damage or whatever going on that they can't even be respirated. This could be a legit medical treatment to get them by and keep them oxygenated. <laughs> hey, Bob, I heard you were struggling with COVID. What what pulled you through? Yeah. Bro, I was able to breathe out my butt. Save my life. <laughs> you ever told somebody their breath smells like butt? Well, funny well, to mention it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, they go through and, and obviously there would be some legit medical applications. So kudos to you, bored Japanese scientists. Way to go. Straight from Kira's homeland. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Riho's brothers and sisters. <laughs> well done. So, oh, gosh. With that, well, Adam, dude, thanks for coming on, man. You got time to stick around and do some Patreon with us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, Literally I, nothing we're else. We're going to give a, a real unfair impression here that if you become a Patreon supporter, you get to come on the show. Oh, yeah. You're <laughs> not, not everyone's <laughs> that Becca, special. Becca, she will still be listening. What's up? What, what What's up? <laughs> She's like, oh, I listen all the time. Mm-hmm. Sure, but... Where's your Patreon? Where's your, pa- oh. where's your Patreon support? <laughs> Same with Mike. Wi- Mike Williams. Yeah, yeah. Redacted's a Patreon supporter. He is the the OG. Yeah. Uh, your brother-in-law is not a Patreon. He's, supporter. he's not, but I wouldn't expect him to. But is he a listener? I don't think he's a listener. No, I don't know. I haven't talked to him since we had him on the show. Definitely want to have him back oh. to hit some science stuff. Uh, I had a lot of people tell me um, that that was they actually found it very interesting. I thought people would tune out because I almost like my eyes glossed over. I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is a I'm not smart enough. 
but other people are like, wow, that was so cool. Yeah, I've got uh, like the like, like LASIK came from a freaking laser. Yeah. Like, who would have thought? Well, I mean, oh, on yeah, accident, that was cool. On accident, I'm pretty sure that the really L cool. and LASIK is la- laser. No, laser. I meant like on accident that it was yeah, yeah. found on it. You know what I mean? So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, my eye. Oh, wait, never mind. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that really is an awesome story. And then you go, oh, you actually have bad skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, dude, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Yeah, uh, this thanks is great. For, thanks for your service, sir. <laughs> Much like sure. Elon, I feel like I need to say, I meant that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I meant that, but. Uh, <clears throat> Thanks for coming on. We'll definitely have you on again if you'll have us. And uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's I, I got it. No, I got no segue from there. So yeah. Thanks for listening, listeners. We <laughs> we appreciate you as, as always. Please continue to. I guess some of you will come back this week since we have a guest. Oh, maybe <laughs> last yeah. week everybody's like Kale and Josh for two hours. Hard pass. I just want to know Yikes. what what the trend is. How does this work? Becca's like social circle network is wide it's why it's, did they not va- stay fast that's what i want to uh, know have you heard us yeah you're right <laughs> especially in the first 30 i, yeah. I heard that uh these so, guys are a uh, bunch of girls but no we're <laughs> the plays are still good we're we're super stoked to be in double digit episodes uh so thanks for that i mean i i guess we'll do an 11th like are we okay now are we cool are we i don't know it we, seems like i'm giving 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 and what am i can we hug it out I don't want to hug <laughs> That's anyone. what men do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, uh, keep listening, subscribe, rate, please. I think, I th- I, we've said it before, I think Apple's the only place you can like rate and review. Right. But even if that's not where you're yeah. listening, that you're helps us out. You're a Spotify guy. Um, can you yep. rate on Spotify? Uh, you cannot. You can give it a thumbs up, I yeah. think. So uh, bro, we'll take that. I see that thumbs up. We'll, What's uh, been annoying me immensely with Apple, though, is the stupid show links. Yeah, we got to get that fixed. Yeah, we so don't if you're on why. Apple, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, sorry, we don't know what's up with the show links, but they work elsewhere. So, if you really just don't feel like googling the thing and you need us to give you the link, just hop hit, over to Spotify yeah, real quick, to click over, the link, Overcast or Spotify or whatever, because they're they're working everywhere else. I don't know what the deal is with that. Ever since Apple updated, it's it's been pishy caca. Yeah, well, and the landscape's changing a lot right now. Everybody's adding their subscription stuff and whatever. So who who right. knows what state that stuff's in? But uh, and hey, if you're just loving it so much, you like you know what rating and reviewing just doesn't seem like a month uh, enough then you can give us some money mm. so hop on over to patreon patreon.com slash solid the number seven podcast and there's a couple levels of support there and we hook you up with a little bonus content and if uh you do the solid 10 level we'll we'll get you a mug at some point and it's worth every penny value for dollar <laughs> i still think that 10 bucks a month is actually actually where that you look at between the bonus content and the weekly episodes we're giving you far more than any movie theater would give you for that ten bucks. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do it. Yeah. And, Why not? Uh, I'm anxiously awaiting my mug. You're you're close, right? Next is next yeah. month your third. Next month is my third. Right on. They actually, as long as you don't live in the Pac Northwest, they got. Has Sam still not gotten his? I think he finally did. Okay. Sam, let us know if you got your <laughs> mug, bro. I think he totally <laughs> did. I have mine at my desk, and people are like, "Oh, you really do have them." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, here it is. Yeah, no, that's I've been keeping mine at work, drinking out of it. So. Yep, I have not drank out of it yet, though. Yeah, because I come with a thermos. Anyways, thanks for listening. So, thanks for listening. We love you. Join the Patreon. Plenty of bonus content over there. Uh, you get the whole back catalog of it. And uh, in the meantime, we'll see y'all next week. Have a great Bye. life. Bye. Oh.